0: Welcome to the podcast of First Universalist Church of Minneapolis. We are a welcoming and progressive Unitarian Universalist congregation deeply committed to love and justice. To learn more, visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org.
1: Good morning. Good morning. If you hear me on a bike,
2: good morning. Good morning. Yeah, there you go. All right. The morning hymn goes like this. It says, Where do we come from? What are we? Where are we going? Will you say it with me? Where do we come from? What are we? Where are we going? And it goes like this Where do we
1: come from? What are we? Where are we going? Where do we come from? What are we? Where are where we? going? sing with this. Say, Where do we, we come, come from? What are we? Where are we going? One more time. Say, where, where do we come from? come from? What are we? Where are we? Here's another one. Listen. Where do we come from? Say, where do we
3: come from? How
1: about this one? Where do we come from? Where?
2: Because the wind and the water are so near us, as they are all the time, let's welcome their spirits in. Um, We need someone to go like this. choose your own adventure moment. So we're gonna review every single one of them and you pick your favorite. You may, remain, uh, you may remain steadfast steadfast to one part if you like. You may jump around depending on if, if you feel more adventuresome. But as soon as Delta tells us that it's flying past us, we'll review all the lines. And it goes like this, here we go. One, two, I'll sing first. Oh, where do
1: we come from? What are we where are we going
4: Where do we come from what are we where are we going How
1: about this one where, where do- This one,
2: your turn. Everybody, pick your favorite. Here we go. Where do we come from?
0: Welcome to Lake Harriet Banshell. Welcome to this worship service by First Universalist Church. My name is Reverend Jen Crow. I'm one of your ministers here, and it is such a joy to be with you all. Thank you for bringing us in with such beautiful singing, everyone, and the rhythm, because where do we come from? Where are we going? That is the question, isn't it? Those are our questions, and it is good to be right here, right now as we engage these questions together in this space without walls, this place of beauty and nourishment that people and beings have been coming to for generations upon generations. This is a place we are creating together, sky above and airplanes above, (laughs) ground beneath our feet, lake in our view, each other right here, right now. That's right, we could add Where in Zoom. Yes. Where are we going? I love this. Yes. I appreciate improv in the spirit of being together. So, as Unitarian Universalists, we believe that every person, that every being enters this world whole and holy and worthy, already deserving of unconditional love and care. We believe that you and I are already beloved that those we have never met are already beloved and there is nothing we can do about it. It is how it is. What we can do is choose how we grow this love that has been given to us. So we join together in very intentional spiritual practices as part of this community. We listen deeply to where love is calling us next. We welcome, affirm, and protect the light in each human heart. And we act with humility and courage and compassion in the service of justice we commit ourselves through our words and thoughts and deeds to ending oppression in all of its forms and to the flourishing of all beings this is the life of the spirit we invite you into as part of this community and if you are visiting us for the first time or wanting to learn more please be sure to make a connection while you're here today stop by the table over here at the front of the stage after the service to meet folks from the congregation who can share more about who we are and what we're about. Stay and join us after the service for a potluck picnic just up on the hill where those tables are. If you didn't bring food, don't worry about it, join us. There is always room at the table for one more. Join us at our sanctuary at 3400 DuPont on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. for the next two weeks and then at nine and 11 after Labor Day. This morning, it is a particular joy to get to welcome Lori Stevens to our community. (laughs) Lori is our Cummins Ministerial Intern and she is with us for the year, learning the arts of ministry in a community that is committed not only to itself, but to the larger community of Unitarian Universalism and to the generations to come. So we are so glad you are with us this year. It's a joy to be leading worship today with Amy K. Bryant, with Franco Holder, with Dr. Randy Baikema, and the church choir with Dr. Clint Thomas Rideout, Lauren Wyeth, Reverend Arif Mamdani, and Lori Stevens. So we welcome each other to this space. We take a moment now to welcome ourselves to this space and time, this community without walls. So I invite you, if it feels comfortable, I'm putting my feet squarely on the floor, Taking a moment to welcome my body to this space, and I invite you to do the same, to ground in. Perhaps it's taking a moment to feel the places where your body is interacting with the bench or the ground, your feet with the floor. Maybe it's allowing your shoulders to come up and come down. Maybe it's looking up or listening to all the sounds of life that are around us. And maybe it's one big breath together. I invite us to breathe in, remembering that we are, from this grounded space, we remember that we are but transient beings on this earth and that this place in particular was inhabited for thousands of years and is inhabited still by members of the native nations of this land. We commit ourselves to learning the larger stories of all the people and beings of this land, to truth-telling and to repair. And so it's no coincidence that our opening words this morning come from the poet Joy Harjo. Joy Harjo is a member of the Muscogee Nation and is a world-renowned poet and performer and served from 2019 to 22 as the poet laureate of the United States. As the first ever native US poet laureate, Joy decided that her signature project would be introducing our country to the many native poets who live in these lands. She did this through a project called Living Nations, Living Words, but also through the creation of a book that has just been capturing my attention over and over. It is a poetry anthology of different native poets of different native nations within the United States. And the title is something I want us to hold on to. When the light of the world was subdued, our songs came through. When the light of the world was subdued, our songs came through. And so we sing and we keep on singing. And we begin by sharing in Eagle Poem by Joy Harjo. To pray, you open your whole self. To sky. To earth.
5: To sun. To moon. To one one whole whole voice that 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 that
2: is is you. you. And know there is more that you can't see, can't hear.
0: Can't know except in moments steadily growing and in languages that aren't always sound but other circles of motion
2: like eagle that Sunday morning over salt river
5: circled in blue sky in wind swept our hearts clean with sacred wings
6: we see you see ourselves And know that we must take the utmost care and kindness in all things.
2: Breathe in, knowing we are made of all this.
5: And breathe, knowing we are truly blessed. Because we were born and die soon. Within a true circle of motion
2: like eagle rounding out the morning inside us.
6: We pray that it will be done in beauty. In In beauty. beauty.
2: Friends, will you join me in lighting the chalice flame, a symbol of Unitarian Universalists all around the globe and across Time, And let's use the words that we are accustomed to using to call our covenant with each other as a community together. Will you say it with me? Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. This is our great covenant, to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in love, and to help one another. requires all of us it's a cry to the open air and to each other it goes like this Listen. open the window children
1: open the window now open the window children open the window let the dove fly in Open the window, let the dove fly in. Listen. Open the window, children. Will you sing that? Open the window, children. Now. Open the window now. Your turn. Open the window now. And then we go, Open the window, children, your turn. Open, Open the window, children. children. And then it goes, Open the window, let the dove fly, and your turn. Open, Open the window, let the dove fly. And we do it again. Open the window, let the dove Let's fly. Let's try it all together. Open the,
4: Open the window, window children. children. Open, Open the window. Open, open the window, let the dog fly in.
1: Open the window,
4: let the dog fly in.
1: Mama and Papa are fighting like snakes.
2: Fly in, open the window of your heart, and let the air, the breeze, the dove of peace and rest come to you and your heart and your soul and your mind. Friends, choir is a decision. It's one of those beautiful things you can do with air. Choir is not a thing. It's not a group, it's not an action, it's a decision. When multiple people come together and decide that their voices want to do the same thing when their voices want to make beauty and they work hard at that, only in that decision does choir happen. And choirs can do pretty magical, miraculous things. Things that no one human could do alone. We made all sorts of sound in the decision of choir. This choir uh, is going to help me to demonstrate because I'm not a choir myself. But there's one right with me. Okay, so for instance, if we, were, uh, if we were to take one chord, would you remind us of how open the window? Yes, 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 yes. Would you sing that, uh, that with me? Pick any note, pick your favorite. Isn't that great? That's pretty, that's pretty great. <laughs> if every human being relied only on their own air, if, only, if every human only relied on their own air, then each of us eventually would run out of sound. I'll show you. That's, a, that's pretty impressive. But a choir is not every human acting on their own accord. It's a choir making decisions together and with a little bit of organization, a little bit of stealth and secrecy, and a little bit of good planning, the beauty and the surprise can be miraculous. Watch what happens when we all decide to take our own breath and we come back in. We'll take shifts. forever until until we needed food and then the potluck's right back there so we just walked and we come back and then we're right we're ready for another session the more people who make this decision the more people who make the decision of choir together the more sound the more richness the more joy the more harmony there is among us And so choir in a church has never meant to entertain us. If that's happened, then it's a lovely byproduct. The choir has been preaching for hundreds and hundreds of years that what we can do together with our minds in the right place, a little organization and a smile on our faces in shifts, we can make the story last longer than any one of our stories. Will you join us? Do- And the story goes on and on and on, greater than us, relying only on us. And each part is a necessary part of the story that goes on for as long as we can see and beyond. So may it be among us, amen.
0: Uh, Thanks so much for participating in that, each and every one of us, because here's the trick about community. It's not about a single voice. It's not even about the leader's voice. It is about our shared voice, our shared breath. And it takes each and every one of us to build and create and sustain this community. So what a gift to be reminded That our individual breath is absolutely important. Our individual lives are unique. They matter. And together we are part of something greater. And alone we can never sustain the song. Together is how we sustain our songs. So I want to share an image with you that has been resting with me for several months now. It probably came out of that book that I showed you earlier this idea that has been just capturing my attention and changing the way that I move in the world. So I share it with you. It is very simple. My inhale is the earth's exhale. My exhale is the earth's inhale. This idea that we are constantly inhaling and exhaling, and with each breath, we are connecting to this larger place, this larger universe of which we are a part. Now, I know this is an incredibly simple image, but like most good ones that are transformative, it's something that we can continue to imagine over and over again. My inhale is the earth's exhale. The earth's exhale is my inhale. We are literally sharing breath. Now, we've known this experience through the COVID-19 pandemic that we are still in the midst of, knowing that each other's breath, that your exhale is my inhale, that my exhale is your inhale. We have known this. It has been a thing of worry for many of us at many times through this. But instead of holding it as a thing of worry, What about holding it as a thing of life, an experience of togetherness, of truth that is always there right under the surface for our awareness to catch hold of, something that can help us remember that we are unique and important, but never, in fact, alone. We are always breathing together, always part of this larger being, I want to share with you a few more words from Joy Harjo to help us with this imagery that we are landing in. She writes, We begin with the land. We begin with the land. We emerge from the earth of our mother, she writes. We emerge from the earth of the bodies that give us life, I add. And our bodies, she says, will be returned to the earth. We emerge from the earth, we will return to the earth. We are the land. We cannot own it, no matter any proclamation by paper state. We are literally the land, a planet. Our spirits inhabit this place. We are not the only ones, she says. We are creators of this place with each other. We sing our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. We sing them. We sing our human experience in time, into and through existence. I've been sitting with this quote, with these words, this idea that we emerge from the earth, that we return to the earth, that we are, in fact, the earth. I've been imagining us as expressions of this planet, us as people, us as individuals, just like that tree is an expression of this earth, just like the lake is an expression of this earth, just like the storms that come are expressions of this earth, so are we, each of us. We are earth, one experience, one expression of it all together. Now, Part of what I love about this acknowledgement and truth is something that goes right with it. We are shaped by this earth and we shape it. We are shaped by each other and we shape each other. Everything is interconnected. Our breath, that inhale and exhale, the choices we make, the decisions we make to sing in harmony, to sing with joy, to live our lives as whole and embodied people. Each of these decisions we make shapes not only us, but each other. We are a part of something larger. So I love it that we are here, this physical space that has no walls, no boundaries, this physical space, such a representation of our faith and of who we are an ever-expanding circle of love, a circle of love that is so strong that no one is left out and that no one is let go. This is what we are about as Unitarian Universalists, this larger circle, this larger life, this community and connection we are a part of. We are already loved, already whole and holy, already welcome and wanted, already a part of something bigger than our own individual lives. We breathe in and out knowing our deep connection to each other, to ancestors, to those who have not even come yet. These are our people. Our question really is, how will we spend our time? How will we shape and be shaped by this world, by our connections? What communities will we choose to be a part of? Will we open the doors of? Will we allow peace and love to flow through? How will we be shaped? And how will we shape this world of which we are a part? How will we sing ourselves? our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren into and through existence. This is the question for us. And so we allow ourselves to settle into a time of meditation and prayer, holding this question, how will we be shaped? How will we shape this world of which we are a part? So I invite us again to find our feet, to find our breath, to hear the sounds of life and joy around us. Perhaps to go ahead and take a deep breath and hold it, to scrunch all the way up and let it go. to listen, and to pray.
6: To pray, you open your whole self to sky, to earth, to sun, to moon, to one whole voice that is you. Knowing there is more that we can't see, can't hear, can't know except in moments steadily growing and in languages that aren't always sound but other circles of motion.
0: We pause to notice the circle of motion we are within the shared circle of our breath, of inhale and exhale, the shared circle of life and death, the shared circle of this planet, of this ever-expanding universe.
6: Let us breathe in knowing we are made of all this and breathe, knowing we are truly blessed because we were born and die soon within a true circle of motion, like eagle rounding out the morning inside us.
0: We remember that we must take the utmost care and kindness in all things. And breathing, we remember those who cannot breathe, who cannot catch their breath. We remember those who are gasping under the knee of racism and oppression. We remember those who do not yet have the space that is all of our birthrights, to live and to grow and to flourish. We remember our planet, this earth from which we emerge and to which we return. We remember all of the ways it too is gasping for breath and consider how we might act with the utmost care and kindness. We remember those who are nearing their final breaths and hold in our circle of love all those who care for them. We remember and await with anticipation those who are soon to arrive to take their first breaths among us. And we remember that each and every breath is a shared breath, that we are shaped by and shaping this world and the generations to come.
6: We pray that it will be done in beauty. In beauty.
0: Amen. I invite you to join with us in singing as you are willing and able, the spirit of life.
5: of joy, seasons of worry and sorrow, we know that life is a cycle. As people of faith, we know too that we are inextricably connected, interdependent, and so on purpose we embrace a cycle of giving, receiving, and growing. Our offering recipient this week is the Minnesota Crisis Nursery. We are grateful to give as we are able to this worthy organization. We honor those who provide respite for families in their time of stress, caring for children while adults rest, regroup, take a breath. And we honor the parents, the parents who know that the dominant culture lies when it tells them that they can or should do the hard and holy work of raising children alone with outbreaks, without a community of love and support to hold and help. Let us learn from their example and reach out when we need it. Let us push back against the message that we can or should be self-contained islands. Instead, let us do our part to heal a broken world by gratefully accepting our interdependent nature and the cycles of giving and receiving that flow through our lives. Today, if you are in need won't you resolve to reach out to one of the ministers here so you can receive the support of this congregation? And if you are in a position to give today, will you place your gift for the Minnesota Crisis Nursery in one of the boxes that the ushers will bring around? Or you can give online by using the QR code on the sheet they have. Thank you. This summer, this summer we were graced by the ministry of the Reverend Kate Tucker. We take a moment to thank her now for her nurturing, thoughtful, clever, competent, and kind presence with us. And we thank her and the choir for this brand new work we're about to hear. It is an original hymn titled, Loving Will Lead Us On. And the the lyrics are by our beloved Kate Tucker.
1: community pop quiz. (laughs) Let's see what we remember. Open the window, children. Open the window now.
0: To say, this is clearly the universalist version of this hymn, Open the Window, Let the Dove Fly In, yeah. because I grew up on shut the door, keep out the devil. <laughs> and I have to say, I really prefer this version. Uh, Open the window, let the dove fly in. So friends, this service continues as we connect with each other, as we share in conversation, as we break bread together and share in food and time and space. I hope you will stay and connect and join with us. And let us leave this place wondering, committing to the ways that we will shape and be shaped by our presence here, by our participation in this community, and by being a part of this beloved earth. May love surround us as we go. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from First Universalist Church of Minneapolis. We are a welcoming community that finds strength in the diversity of identities of all who find inspiration and comfort here. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting our ministry. Text FIRSTUNIV, that's F-I-R-S-T-U-N-I-V, 273256 to make your gift. If you are able to join us in person for Sunday worship, we'd love to see you in church. To learn more, visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org.